Hey everyone, it's uh, Lena here, uh, tuning in from Chicago, Illinois, welcoming you to the another to another week of the podcast. Uh, you know, this week is going to be a bit unusual. I usually do a little Bible teaching, but today I kind of want to do more of a uh, big breaking news, but also a couple of little announcements. And uh, uh, the reason is that we have just finished a series called Comfort Food uh, for the Soul, and I, I hope you've enjoyed it. I've gotten some emails from you guys, and I am so happy when you guys email me. I don't think you understand how happy I am. I know that many of you listen, I see the numbers, but when you email me, it's just such a personal testimony of what God's doing in your life through the work that he's put on my heart. So thank you for doing that. And uh, next week, uh, hopefully I will be starting a new series. Um, I'm not going to commit to telling you what it is just because then I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to do it. And I actually had a brilliant summer plan. I was going to interview people in the summer and I emailed some people that I thought would be great to interview on various uh, topics, uh, kind of culturally relevant topics. But you know, that was about a month ago before uh, my family started walking through this illness chapter. My dad's been sick. Uh, actually, he's stable now, but had a really a tough, tough uh, bout of illness about a month ago that extended for two or three weeks. Uh, we didn't think he'd be with us now, but God has spared his life and healed him. And for that, we're so grateful. We're grateful for the prayers of so many Christians that have just lifted us up. And uh, not in easy seasons, still a lot of needs. Uh, my dad is not as strong as he used to be. Of course, some of you know he gets kidney dialysis three times a week. And so it, now, you know, with his weakness that is progressing, um, just even harder and more of a challenge, especially for my mom. So, uh, you know, uh, God is so good. He knew before time what the summer would look like for me. And a couple of months ago, I remember thinking, man, my summer looks wide open. I don't have any speaking engagements. I'm not going anywhere. In fact, I was planning on going to the Middle East and something just, I just felt like every time I went to buy the ticket, I felt a, 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 a movement of the spirit in my heart just stopping me and and prayed through it and just didn't really know why and of course God knew that uh, I'd be having a family situation where pretty much every time I have time off now I go up north to Green Bay I drive up and spend as much time as possible with my mom and dad uh, just trying to be helpful in any way that I can and it is really a privilege to be able to do that but but a change you know a new normal as we like to think of it um, so keep us in your prayers uh, that's kind of a point of update you know, today I just got back from Moody uh, Radio. I uh, continue to be taping today's single Christian. I realize I'm, I've not talked about it a lot. You know, I, I put a tweet every so often about it, but many of you are not aware of it. So um, let me give you some details on that because I think it will bless you, especially if you're single. Uh, Moody Radio started recording these one-minute segments. They're like an ad that runs several times during the day. Kind of like if you listen to Caleb, they're kind of like the Luis Palau minute. Uh, I guess that was how I would describe them, even with the accent uh, simulation and everything. Thing, but they are on Moody Radio, and they, I, I believe, run at 12.28 every day, but also a number of other times during the day. So if you don't usually listen to Moody Radio, I'm giving you a plug, listen, and they are so fun. I, I just come up with these scenarios on being single and, and what God's teaching me and how he can bless us as single Christians, and uh, the goal is to really bless and encourage people who are single in the faith and in, in their focus on God. So if you have listened... I want to thank you, and I want to ask you to just let me know. Shoot me an email. Say, hey, I listen, or go on the Moody station on, on the Moody Radio uh, website and let them know that you love today's single Christian. You know, this is just something I'm doing as a volunteer. They don't pay me to do it. It's a privilege to do it. So it's not like, you know, I mean, it's really, it's really a grace that they allow me to do it, but I, I, I'd love to keep doing it, and I'd love it to grow into even a wider ministry to singles. I know I have friends in, in Ohio and in Seattle and Florida who told me they've heard it. Uh, so let me know where you're listening to it from. Now, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to also um, 
do like a uh, uh, MP3. They're going to give them to me soon, and I'm going to start like leaking them through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and whatever means you know I use, uh, which is actually a good reminder for you to follow me, follow me on those um, venues. Uh, I kind of ebb and flow. I think right now I, I, I you know, I, I'm not as tweet happy as I used to be a year ago or so, but I like to keep people informed of, of you know, just primarily the content that we keep putting out at Living With Power, the blogs, the podcasts, the things that will bless you and encourage you that are free. They're just for you to, you know, take a few minutes and read and, and, and center your minds and hearts on the Word of God. Uh, that's really the heart of what we do. So, uh, all this to say, thank you. Thank you for the ministry, for your help in the ministry. Thank you for your support in the ministry and, and mostly your prayers, which brings me to the big news today. So, um, this is really Drum roll. All right, I want to share this awesome breaking news. Uh, I am announcing Thrive 16 in the Middle East. Let me tell you about this project. This is awesome, awesome, awesome. And I am going to need your help in this. If you've already read my blog on it, then you know the general gist of it, but I want to give you some details. So uh, in the last year, God has really started, about a year and a half ago, I'd say, God started stirring in my heart a burden for for the Middle East. Now understand, I grew up in Beirut, Lebanon. I am Lebanese. Both my parents are from the Middle East, and uh, Arabic is my first language. And we moved in 1987 to Green Bay, Wisconsin, mainly because of the war and uh, us coming, you know, becoming close to college. And so usually people in Lebanon, if they have the means, come uh, overseas for college. And so my parents foresaw that and and saw that the timing was good to to move. And so we moved, the entire family moved to Green Bay. And uh, we're very grateful, love being Americans. Uh, We're now American citizens. But but my roots and my, my cultural background is Lebanese. And so for 16 years, I had not gone to Lebanon. And back in about February or so, I think it was the end of February, I went to Lebanon. Before that, I went to Jordan back in the fall and to Israel before that and Palestine and God has just really uh, kind of re-put the Middle East uh, in my mind and my in my sight of vision and my focus and of course so many of us have that focus now right think about all this stuff that we're hearing from the Middle East about the persecution of Christians about ISIS and all that's happening there man what a time we've, we're living in of course we're also hearing about the great revival that is happening in all religions specifically Muslims in the Middle East where they're turning to God and seeing visions and dreams and God is putting the gospel through means of media, television, uh, websites, things like that. And so about a year ago, God um, really impressed me to start a podcast in Arabic. So every Thursday, I post a podcast in Arabic. And it's been a growing point. You know, I'm not used to speaking and teaching in Arabic. So God has been growing me in that. And and along the journey, I've had the privilege to be able to go back to the Middle East and, and just see what's happening there with the refugee work, with the Syrian refugees, and uh, just in general, with the church state. And, and man, the th- church is thriving in many, many ways and God's word is thriving Jesus is thriving you know it's funny we think that we've got a monopoly on Jesus here in the western world but how foolish we are more and more I find that we do not have a monopoly on Christ here that that really the world is showing us what it means to really give up everything deny self and follow Jesus anyway all this to say by the time I went to Lebanon in February I had a burden to to get my books translated into Arabic but now understand in a good country in the Middle East, I mean, 5% Christians in a country in the Middle East is generous. I mean, many countries is less than 1%. Lebanon is an exception to that rule. There's a higher rate of Christians in Lebanon. And so um, and so there's a little bit more freedom there, but certainly not the book market that you imagine here in the United States. And uh, and so I met with the publishers and, and said, listen, I really would love to get my books in Arabic. What will it take to do that? And so over the past few months, we've you know kind of studied the situation and, and have come up. They've told me, you know, if you raise this much money, we can get this many printed. And really the goal is to get my books into ebook format. Because if we can do 
that, then we can really distribute them freely to people in the Middle East, both the Christians who need discipleship, but also to um, those who need the Lord. And so here's the gist of it. So uh, we are on board. We're moving forward. I'm going to get at least one of the two books translated. Each of the books will take $25,000 to translate. Now, that's the nitty-gritty. Some of you are like, ooh, that sounds like a big number. What are they doing with that money over there? Believe it or not, a big portion of that amount of the $25,000 will go towards uh, the actual translation of the the English to Arabic. It's not an easy translation, but about $6,000 will go towards that. And then I think there's a book cover and design, there's a printing of 1,000 books, there's the rights from Moody, and then there's the e-book. And and then on top of that, we're taking a few thousand dollars out of that $25,000 to fund a uh, conference, a women's conference in Lebanon. So we're aiming for a seminar, is what they want to call it, a seminar or conference, whatever you know you guys want to call it, but a conference next spring. I'm aiming about maybe late April or early May uh, in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, we're going to be hosting the first, that will be like a Thrive conference, and um, of course there's many months to plan for that. I might actually do a version of it here in the United States for the Arabic-speaking church. There are many, many uh, bodies of, of churches, especially in the, in the cities like Chicago, Detroit, uh, Toronto, places like that where there are Arabic-speaking people who still get together and have church in Arabic. And so I, I think I might have a dry run of a, we're praying that God would you know, open the right place to do that, but then really aiming to go to Lebanon in the spring of next year. And so the cost of the one book will also include hosting a conference. And so ideally, if we can raise the entire $50,000 now, uh, we'll kind of hit it up uh, to, to do one big conference in the spring of next year. So it's $25,000 per book, including the conference cost. But really, it might be a little bit less than that if we do one conference. Uh, but, but, you know, again, just to round off the number of $50,000. And then if we, say we only raise 25000 of it now, uh, we will uh, not do the second book. You know, I'm not, my goal isn't to, we, we, we're going to fund what we can. And we, I'm trusting the Lord in this. I'm taking a step of faith. And uh, understand the implications of all this. I mean, I mean, I think beyond, you know, it's easy to think, well, what, she wants to translate her books into Arabic. What's the benefit of that? I want you to step back and, and get really a big picture of what's happening here. I mean, God is giving me and the Ministry of Living Power and you guys as part of this ministry, an opportunity to go into the Middle East to host a conference that will attract God willing, Christians from all over that Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, even Iraq location to come to Lebanon for a conference aimed certainly at Christians, but also at anybody in the Middle East who's interested. And um, man, I mean, I can't even, I mean, I just get excited thinking about the potential of that. And Lebanon is, is a free country right now where we have the ability to do that. I don't know how long that will be, but but we're just, just rejoicing in the, in the opportunity to do that. Of course, so many of my friends and church friends are in Lebanon that are going to help get spread the word and get the word out. Um, so I just, I'm having some awesome, awesome thoughts and dreams and prayers about what God can do there as a first step into getting the gospel. Uh, again, that's I'm a small part of what's happening. There's so many people and pastors and, and Bible teachers who are already doing work there. Uh, I guess so many. I mean, I don't want to, you know, there aren't that many, but but relatively soon, there are others. I guess what I'm saying is I'm not the only, it's not like, you know, everybody's waiting for Lena to go to the Middle East to spread the gospel. No, but, but I have been given an opportunity as an Arabic-speaking Bible teacher, a woman Bible teacher, to go into the Middle East and to spread the good news of the gospel. I believe that is unique. 
I believe it is unique, and I believe this is a golden opportunity uh, that cannot be passed up. Now, uh, it, it, God willing, if we raise that first amount, our goal is by the end of September to raise that first $25,000, maybe faster. We already have 10000 raised towards that goal. And, um, and then and then we'll hope by, or praying by the end of December to raise that second $25,000 so that we would have the funding for stripped. And then if we do them separately, as we're planning right now, we'll have the first conference in about May and then maybe the second conference for stripped uh, towards November of 2016. So that's the gist of it. How are we doing that? How are we raising the funds? There's several ways to do it. One is go on my website, livingwithpower.org slash give. There's a way to donate there through PayPal or through your credit card. That's one way to do it. A second one is just to email me. Uh, a third one is to send a check to the ministry and the address is also on the website. So you can just do that. I'll give it to you now in case you're listening and you're sitting at your desk. It would be to Living With Power and then 119 South Emerson Street, number 213, Mount Prospect, Illinois, 60056. 119 South Emerson, E-M-E-R-S-O-N Street, box number 213, Mount Prospect, Illinois, 60056. So you send a check there. The nice thing about sending a check is there's no percentages taken out to credit card companies. Or thirdly, today I'm also going to launch a Kickstarter uh page, link, kind of thing that will go through social media, that we're asking to raise 10000 through that venue. So it's not the entire amount, but some amount where we can do crowdfunding is what it's called. Uh, listen, you can give as little as $5. You can give as little as 20 bucks, or you can give as much as $10,000, uh, you know, or, or the whole fund if you can do it. We don't care. Uh, you know, honestly, we're trusting the Lord in this. And when I say we, I mean the, the, the boards of directors of Living with Power Ministries. Your donation is, of course, tax deductible. But, uh, you know, many of you don't even, I mean, I, I don't know what your, you know, financial priorities are. I know that everybody's stressed financially. But, but please, I'm asking you to pray about this. I'm asking you, I mean, just to think about it, to pray about it. Many, 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 many of you have been so encouraged by the Ministry of Living Power. You constantly have, have, have emailed me and told me that, and we love it. We want to keep giving free resources as much as we can. Remember, all of my digital resources, every Bible study I have, which includes three book studies, Genesis, Acts, and Luke, as well as Thrive and Stripped have uh, a Bible study to go with them. They're all free on the computer. So if you go online, you can get them free right now. You can host a small group in your home. All of the notes are free. All of the lessons are free. We've just, uh, we, we were going to do it just in April and we've expanded it. You can get any of these studies free. All of the blog content is free. You can use it in your small group. Really, all of that is free. And I know people go crazy when I keep giving, my friends go crazy when I keep giving everything free, but I frankly don't care. God is good. He's given me the ability to support myself through my job, which is tent making as a doctor. Praise God for that. I, I work part-time in the ER, a little bit more than part-time, like, like three-fourths of time in the ER. But, but I cannot do this project without you. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. I, uh, this is the beginning of what I foresee as a big work in the Middle East, and I think this is the first step towards that. So I'm urging you to consider 2 Corinthians 9. Um, I know these verses are so much quoted in church um, when, when they're challenging you to give, but uh, verse uh, 8 says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. It goes on and talks about you know the church, uh, in Paul's words to the church, who he says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. I wonder how many of us, you, you know, you might give 20 bucks and be like, what am I going to get for that here on this earth? Which I know most of you don't think that way. You're happy to give. 
But I just think, how, imagine in heaven, the fruit of all that we are giving here on this earth in time and resources and energy and prayers, not just in money. And I just can't wait to hear how God is going to be like, Lena, when you did that, when you, did, you know, I saw it, maybe nobody else saw it. Maybe I saw the sacrifice, like the widow's might, you know, what, what may be a sacrifice for you. Uh, you might be embarrassed to tell someone how little you can give. God is so pleased when you give sacrificially. And I, um, listen, I am leading the pack in this. I'm giving sacrificially to this project and I intend to continue to do it. I'm getting nothing. I'm really, I'm not paying myself for this. And I feel like I'm just like rambling now about it. But all this to say, I need your help. I need your help to get this done. Um, I believe we can do one book, you know, uh, either, you know, I, I honestly, I think that, that we can scrounge around and get one book done. But, but my goal isn't to get one book done. My goal is to start a work in the Middle East that will encompass a fruit, a field of righteousness, a harvest of righteousness over the decades to come. And I believe you can be a part of it. So that's all I want to say. You know, you're going to hear about this over and over again. I know I've kind of said a lot. I probably over rambled and you're probably like, what is she saying? The bottom line, we need to raise $50,000. Your gift is needed. And either way, we appreciate and love you. And if you can't give money, please, 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 please pray for us. Pray for me. Pray for wisdom. Pray for safety. Pray, pray for discernment. Pray for God's timing. Pray that I do not step one inch ahead of God in this and that I be sensitive to the leading of His Spirit. And just pray for souls to come to know Jesus Christ. Never before has there been a need for biblical truth to be heralded in our nation and in the nations abroad. And if you are a Christian, I know there's nothing more that will make you happy than to make this known, make Jesus Christ known. And uh, it, man, it, it fills me with joy to see that happen. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Uh, go to the website, checklivingwithpower.org. Today, everything I said, if, if you're like, man, she talks too fast, I didn't understand the thing, you can read everything I said in a 300-word post. Or uh, click on the Kickstarter campaign that will come through Facebook. Uh, it will be on the blog. It will be just all over the place, basically. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys, and I'll be back next week with the usual devotional teaching from God's Word. Have a great week.